At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in to Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM, the second half, part two of the show. Thank you to our friends Femi Abebefe and James Salinas for getting us started. I am Brady Cannon, along with Wes Reynolds. We shift from the South Point to the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas as we get ready to take you through the next three hours, the second half of Betting Across America here on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network, and Wes, good afternoon to you, uh, the precursor to the historic 150th anniversary of the Open Championship, which will tee up next Thursday at the Old Course at St. Andrews. The precursor was indeed the Scottish Open, and Xander Shoffley was your overnight favorite. He had a two-shot lead over Rafa Cabrera Bayo at seven under par. He was trading at about minus 110 or minus 115 to go ahead and win it today, and that is exactly what he does. It just finished moments ago. Shoffley had birdies at 14 and 16, bogeyed the 17th, or excuse me, bogeyed the 18th hole, but it did not matter. Shot an even par round today. He finishes at seven under par for the victory. One shot better than Kurt Kitayama. Yeah, Shoffley actually had lost the lead, was four shots clear at one point early on the front nine, but lost the lead. But as you mentioned, two late birdies on the round and uh, had a cushion there at 18 and does uh, go ahead and bogey the 18. But uh, Xander Shoffley all of a sudden on one of those runs, and we saw it earlier this year, Scotty Scheffler winning four times in six events. And this is kind of the Xander Shoffley that a lot of people, I would include myself, raise his hand here, have been betting over the last couple of years and been waiting to see. Well, here it is. 
is coming into the Open Championship. So Shoffley does get the win by one shot. I think he was kind of in the mid-teens to 20 to 1 to go ahead and win this. Uh, was one of the shorter prices, 14 of the top 15 in the world rankings here. And Shoffley obviously being one of them, he'll be well into the top 10 when we tee it up at St. Andrews next week. So he wins by one over Kurt Kitayama. Kurt Kitayama, by the way, gets one of the three open championship spots for guys that weren't otherwise qualified. The other two go to Brandon Wu and Jamie Donaldson. So the top three get the spot, one more spot to get, and we'll get to that later with the Barbasol Championship. Basically, who wins that event down in Kentucky is going to get the last open championship spot. Ju Young Kim, uh, the 19-year-old trying to be the youngest winner on a PGA Tour event, ends up finishing third at five under par. Patrick Cantlay, Tommy Fleetwood, four under T4. Fleetwood was my nearest uh, pursuer, ended up being certainly. Looked like he was going to post a number, but a late bogey took him out of it. Then Wu, Donaldson, Tringali, Fitzpatrick, round out that four-way tie for sixth. You and I were both on Ricky Fowler, and he flirted with some yeah, success yeah, for a minute. Yeah, he fell off today. Uh, yep. Today was it, his worst day. Yeah, he ends up four over T47. By the way, that means Ricky Fowler will not be in the Open Championship. Looks like he was going to have a chance, but he is not going to be. So, you know, look, uh, now it's officially Open Week. I guess not yet, because the Barbastall still has yet to conclude down in Kentucky, but... Not seeing a lot of adjustments at the top of the board. I think Xander Schauffele going into today was about 16 to 1 at BetMGM. That's where he remains. I, we could see at least a little bit of a small cut, but I think the top of the board is pretty much set. McElroy 10 to 1, Scheffler at 12, Rahm at 14, and then several players at 16. Spieth, who was in the mix uh, for a while today. Justin Thomas, Matt Fitzpatrick, who was in the mix for a while today, and Xander Schauffele 16. And then the defending champion golfer of the year, Colin Marikawa, currently at 20 to 1. Yeah. Xander Shoffley certainly on a heater right now. It was the week after the U.S. Open that he won the Travelers Championship. Earlier this week, he won the little mini uh, Pro-Am two-day J.P. McManus event in Ireland. He won that, and then later in the week, he finishes up with a win at the Scottish Open. So Xander Shoffley certainly a hot player right now. Wes, I wonder if there are one or two things or anything that you take away from watching this Scottish Open and even the J.P. McManus earlier in the week. Are there a few things that you take away that you will take into next week for your handicap of the Open well, Championship? Well, at least in terms of a recent trend, and by recent trend, I mean this entire calendar year for the majors thus far, you usually have to get close or kind of be at least somewhat or on the periphery of in the mix at the previous major before you win. Scotty Scheffler at the Masters, I think he was, uh, you know, within the top eight at the Open Championship last year at Royal St. George. He wins the Masters, of course, in April. Then you look at the PGA Championship. Justin Thomas wins that in the playoff over Zala Torres. He was, uh, I think, tied for eighth at the Masters. And then you look at the U.S. Open. Matt Fitzpatrick, keep in mind, he was in the final pairing at the PGA Championship. Ended up finishing, I think, somewhere top five. I don't know the approximate finish, but missed the playoff. And then he goes and wins the next major. So, you know, you're probably looking at some of those guys that were were top ten at the U.S. Open, certainly, that were in the mix that didn't get it done, like a Zala Torres. And Zala Torres, by the way, missed the cut this week at the Scottish Open. But you never want to overplay that because, obviously, Obviously, his putting in majors has been substantially better than it's been pretty much in every PGA Tour event. It's like the damnedest thing. He can't make a putt in any regular event, but he can sure make him in the majors. So you look at those guys that were in the mix of the U.S. Open that did not win. Scheffler, Zalatoris, Rory, 
Matsuyama, Colin Marikawa. Obviously, those are some very short prices on the board. And then you got to look a little bit at this week. Uh, nice little life out of Patrick Cantlay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, never yep. sh- never Trying shot. to catch his buddy at the top Yeah, there. never shot over par this week. So, you know, two 70s, a 69, a 67. He's never really gotten it done in a major. He was T-third at the Masters in 2019. But that's kind of what we're waiting on with Cantlay. And maybe Shoffley, his Southern California buddy and his partner, where they won the Zurich Classic of New Orleans earlier this year. Maybe that's going to spur him on a little bit. I'm going to consider and see if he drifts up a little bit. Fleetwood probably is going to make my card. I've bet him a lot this year. I think his game is slowly starting to come back, and maybe it's going to be capped off here next week. But uh, Cameron Smith, a nice top 10. I already have a ticket on him. I don't know if I would necessarily add him this week if I didn't already have him. But, yeah, I think you have to kind of look a little bit at the at the recent form. But one of the things you don't want to do And, you know, we were looking at the leaderboard, even though you ended up with a couple Europeans up there. The temptation, I think, for recreational bettors that maybe only bet the majors, Brady, or the big tournaments is just to load up their card with the Europeans. Mm -hmm. And and that's not necessarily the way you want to go. There's actually been a lot more Americans that have won won the U.S. Open, certainly, than Europeans. That doesn't mean you don't want to have any, and I'm going to have a couple. But don't just, you know, resist the temptation, I would guess, Brady, to just say, okay, Europeans, international players, and then not consider the Americans. You mentioned Cam Smith. He has been in your pocket to win all of the majors you made that bet for cam smith to win one of the four majors this season and that leads me to my next question you and i have spoken at length about the incredible connection of success at augusta national and that at st andrews we see many players you look at that 2015 leaderboard the top 10 12 guys on the board all have incredible success at Augusta National. Will that play a part in your handicap? And, and I talk about Cam Smith. You already have him. He's mm-hmm. had tremendous success at Augusta National. Will that be a big part of the rest of your plays as you fill out the rest of your card for the Open Championship? The correlation to Augusta, is that going to be a big factor for you? I'm sure I'll end up having a couple guys that were kind of right there in the mix uh, for the Masters because, look, you're going to have to have probably a couple guys that are short at least because the elite players are priced that way really for a reason. So, you know, now that I pull that leaderboard up, of course, Scheffler is going to get support. I don't know if he'll make my card at 12 to one necessarily, but uh, Rory, uh, Shane Lowry, who actually did not play this week, uh, uh, took a week off to prepare. Uh, Cameron Smith, another guy, Morikawa right there in the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you see Will Zalatoris, T6, uh, yeah, I'm going to see if Zalatoris can drift up a little bit. I, I mean, he might be too trendy. That might already be baked into the cake because he did miss the cut this week. But, you know, we look at last year. If you remember the Scottish Open when Colin Morikawa did make the cut but ended up finishing 71st, was almost dead last of the guys that made the cut. And he's like, God, I can't get my ball through the irons here. This turf is just so thick. So what does he do? He replaces, uh, reshafts, shortens the shaft a little bit on a couple of his irons. Then he goes and wins champion golfer of the year. So that's why you don't want to necessarily weigh too much just because the guy has a missed cut. Like, no, I can't bet him. So hopefully people do that and some of those prices drift up and then you can get the best number. Well, when we're talking about current form, it, it doesn't really make a difference. 
difference what course they're playing on. If you've got a hot player like Xander Schauffele, let's say, obviously he's in great form right now. But another thing to consider in your handicap here, this Scottish Open golf course is very different from the old course at St. Andrews. They mm-hmm. wouldn't even call this Scottish, uh, the Renaissance Club for the Scottish Open. It's not Open. true links. Right. It is not a true links design. They call it kind of links-ish. Uh, has a little bit more American influence than your traditional links course, which you will find an absolutely uh, version of links golf at the old course at St. Andrews. So success at the Scottish Open isn't necessarily going to mean immediate success at the British Open uh, other than current right, form. I'm just right. saying you've got two different styles of golf courses And that's here. like it is basically in every major. I, I think uh, if you read my write-up in Point Spread Weekly of the two events, and you could still get that at vsun.com, I did profile kind of the last several years of majors, the, the week before the major. Mm-hmm. There's only been a couple times when you really had an elite player win the week before a major that you thought, okay, they're going to be a contender at the major the following week. Roy McIlroy, of course, did that at the RBC earlier this year. Phil so. Mickelson won the Scottish yes. and the British in yes. back-to-back yes. weeks. I, 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 was he, I think he might have been the only one to do that, or he's certainly the last Maybe one I Maybe one of two doing. guys or something. Yeah. It hasn't yeah. happened often. So, so, yeah, you don't often see that. That's not, And I'm not saying, okay, back off Xander Schauffele necessarily. because <laughs> he's I mean, the hottest player a, a, in the elite, planet right elite now. Elite players are different, but you see a lot of guys that are a little bit down the board You know that win that week before the major like KH Lee has done it twice in, in at the Byron Nelson that you wouldn't think okay they're going to be a contender the following week at, at a major so that's why I don't think you want to necessarily overrate that and necessarily stack your board accordingly based on how they finished at the Scottish. Well, we will talk a little bit more golf on the program in about an hour and a half from now with our friend Jeff Feinberg. He joins us uh, every year on Long Shots to preview one of the tournaments on the PGA Tour calendar, and we'll check in with Jeff and get his thoughts on the Scottish Open and also next week's British Open. We'll also talk some baseball coming up shortly here in about 20 minutes with Josh Ingles, a baseball analyst and handicapper over at Covers. Just getting started here on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into Betting Across America, brought to you by BetMGM. Over the break, Wes Reynolds said the Baltimore Orioles are never going to lose again. (laughs) I responded with the Los Angeles Angels may never win again. Baltimore wins for the eighth time in a row, 9-5 to your final. They beat the Los Angeles Angels and the Baltimore Orioles now knocking on the door of not only a wild card spot, but I believe they're just four games out of second place in the American League East, only one game below five hundred. It is amazing. This team has been the absolute drag of Major League Baseball over the last few years. But, you know, oftentimes you're bad. You get prospects and you develop them a little bit and they come up and they get better for you. So only one game under 500 are the Baltimore Orioles. By the way, just looking at the wild card chase right now, the two spots be Boston and Tampa Bay. And then Toronto, I think, actually matches them in the loss column. And then Seattle, a game back, Cleveland, two out. Baltimore only two and a half games out of the wild card. Who would have thought that at this point in the season? You almost have every team in the American League East over 500. Yeah. So I think the argument is done of what's the best division in all of Major League Baseball. It is the AL East. When you've got a team that's 61 and 24 and you're in that division and you're still 500 or over, you know that that's a really good division. So the Orioles, they've been getting it done at home this year, 25 and 17, very respectable. You said the Angels may never win again. The only thing the Angels may win is something in the awards market, which we will get to later, whether that's going to be the American League MVP or whether that's going to be the AL Cy Young. Yeah, I think at the beginning of the year, you had every team in the National League West above 500, and that was the best division in baseball. But the power has certainly shifted to the AL East as the NL West has fallen off a little bit at the bottom with the Diamondbacks, Giants, and Colorado Rockies. The Washington Nationals at the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta, by the way, now 28 and 8 since June 1st. The Nats have lost three straight and nine out of their last 10. The Braves closed 
as minus 210 favorites today. The favor, or excuse me, the total at 10. And right now, this is absolutely on an under pace as Atlanta is leading in the top of the sixth inning, just two to nothing. Your in game total cut in half, basically down to five and a half. Yeah, and a, uh, a little better outing for Ian Anderson. And they yeah. certainly need it for Atlanta, even though only two and a half back of the Mets now. But we've talked about the Braves, how Max Freed's been fantastic, which we would expect. Kyle Wright has been great. And the kid Spencer Strider, who almost as close to his teammate, Michael Harris II, on that Braves roster in terms of NL Rookie of the Year for the uh, in terms of the awards market. But Spencer Strider has really helped that team because a couple of the veterans, Charlie Morton and Ian Anderson, have been a little bit down this year. You look at Ian Anderson right now, 480 ERA. You would expect better from him. But so far today, five and a third, is only given up two hits, three walks, five strikeouts. So two to nothing here, top of the six, and that's with one on and one out. I thought about finding a partner in a parlay with the Atlanta Braves, but I didn't want to lay better than $2 with Ian Anderson. But like you say, uh, so far, so good And today. as we say that, now two on, and here comes the call by Brian Snicker out to the bullpen. So it looks like... Uh, Ian Anderson, or uh, the, which is the real name of Jethro Tull, by the way. So now <laughs> Ian Anderson is sitting on the Braves bench. If you Aqualong, a little Jethro Tull reference for you. So relief coming on, 2 nothing Braves, top of the six. Quite the ball game between the Mets and the Marlins on Saturday. The Metropolitans get it done in extras, 5-4. to four. With uh, Keith Hernandez getting his number 17 retired there. In uh, City Field, I almost called it Shea Stadium. It was Shea Stadium when he <laughs> played there. So it was the nice game, pretty boy. If you remember that Seinfeld episode where Newman uh, hocked the loogie at Keith Hernandez. If you had Aqualung and Seinfeld episode references in segment two we, we've of got the program more. today, you cash we've a got big more. ticket Don't right worry. there. Wes Reynolds is just getting started. Sandy Alcantara versus Taiwan Walker with the Mets and the Marlins today. And this was right around a pickup game at close with a total of seven. Still a pickup game yeah. at 0-0, top of the seventh inning, no score. The Marlins currently hitting in the top of the seven. I actually did play this one. I have the Marlins, uh, Sandy Alcantara, about a little bit over even money, 101, 102. I forget what I got, but barely plus money. But I'm just betting Sandy Alcantara every single time. And 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 why wouldn't you? I think he is the rightful favorite for the NL Cy Young. So far, uh, through six innings, only 74 pitches has given up uh, five base runners, four hits, one one walk, only two strikeouts a day, but got the ground ball working. So Bertie on second, nobody out, top of the seventh. Not a lot of hits for either side. Walker on the other side has been very good as well. So no score, top of the seventh, Marlins Mets. The Cincinnati Reds, they walked off the Rays and extras on Saturday as well. Also by the fa- uh, same final score of 5-4. to four. Today it's Shane Boz versus Nick Lodolo as the Redlegs look for a sweep in the series, but Tampa Bay favored to avoid the sweep. They closed as minus 130 favorites with a total of 8.5, and, and that total is long gone to the mm-hmm. over at this point. Bottom of the fourth inning, Cincinnati out in front, 7-3, yeah. to three, and your in-game total uh, is up to 15.5. I, I had first five under, but Joe Burrow hit Jamar Chase for a touchdown in the bottom of the third <laughs> extra point good as the Reds do get seven runs actually three of them by the way of the home run India two run shot Tyler Stevenson a three run shot Moustakis a two run shot so currently seven to three but the Rays did get three they got a field goal at the top of the uh, Dono Diguebuike with the uh, field goal for Tampa Bay here so seven to three bottom of the fourth
Waldorf, but the Reds do have two on. The Pirates at the Brewers. Rubber match at Miller Park today. Jose Quintana against Eric Lauer. And the Brew Crew lost on Saturday as roughly minus 280 favorites on the money line. Today they closed as minus 165 favorites with a total of 7.5. And And we're all locked at deuces here. Deuces wild at Miller Park. Milwaukee batting in the home half of the third inning. Tied with the Pirates at two apiece. The Cleveland Guardians are at the Royals. The Battle of the Zacks. Plesak versus uh, versus Grinke in the rubber match. Cleveland went off as just a slight favorite here at BetMGM. Minus 115 on the money line with a total of nine. And right now this one certainly on an under pace as the Grinkies are out in front. One to nothing, top of the uh, top of the fifth inning over Cleveland. Yeah, back to Pittsburgh, Milwaukee. I do have Pittsburgh plus a half a run in the uh, first five innings. Now two runs here, though, in the bottom of the third frame for the Brewers. Jose Quintana, one of those pitchers, and we're going to see several of them as we get to the trade deadline, which is going to be, I believe, the first week of August. I forget the approximate date. It keeps moving back later and later in the season, but it's about a week and a half to two weeks after the All-Star break. A guy like Jose Quintana is probably going to be on the move to a contender. Pirates going nowhere. They're 35 and 50. So, you know, you look at these guys, Quintana, Frankie Montas, and Oakland. You look for these pitchers when you research on a day-to-day basis that are on really bad teams. Those are the ones that are going to be moving come the All-Star break. Tigers at the White Sox. Hutchinson versus Kopech. Palehouse went off as big favorites here at minus 190 on the money line with a total of 8.5 right now on an under pace and the underdog is out in front. The Detroit Tigers leading two to nothing in the top of the fifth inning. You can lay a run and a half with Detroit and it'll cost you minus 130 on the money line. White Sox continue to disappoint. Oh, yeah. and they were great yesterday. Yeah, they had eight runs yesterday, so they got the bats going after they couldn't hardly get a hit on Friday night, but the, the lineup is starting to get some strength, you would think, and that's what we were waiting for on the White Sox. Okay, when are they going to get healthy? Well, now they've got Tim Anderson back, even though he's got a rest day today. Eloy Jimenez is back. They still got to get Grandal. I know that they're not 100% health, but they should have enough pop in this lineup, you would think, to be a lot better. 40 and 43. So, you know, what's going to happen with Tony LaRusa? I don't think he's in as much jeopardy, maybe, as those on the Twitter machine kind of think that he is, because every time you look at a White Sox game, you get a lot of criticism of Tony LaRusa, and I think rightfully placed, because I think this team absolutely has underachieved. The Phillies at the Cardinals. Phillies have won 7 of 10, and the Redbirds have lost 8 of 10. Nelson versus Palante today as Philadelphia looks to take at least 3 out of 4 in this series. The Cardinals were favorites at minus mm-hmm. 120 at home, 8.5 for your total. Right now, it is tied at 1 apiece, and Philadelphia hitting in the top of the fourth inning. Your in-game total is at 7.5. Phillies and- have really been playing good ball, by the way. Absolutely. And doing this without Bryce You can't Bryce do anything Harper. when the when the Braves are doing what they're doing. Yeah, d- yeah, they're doing it without Bryce right now, but the pitching, the, the bullpen and the defense still need a little work, but the Cardinals are kind of the team that have slipped only now three games over 500, 45 and 42, trying to get back on the track today. Speaking of back on the track though, Thomas, a three-run shot, they replace Ian Anderson, Nats now have the lead in Atlanta, three to two, top six. Yeah, and the uh, Cardinals, despite their recent woes, still only three and a half games back in the NL Central behind Milwaukee. And finally, the Twins at the Rangers. That wraps up the games that are in progress. This was another dandy on Saturday that eventually saw Texas come out on top. 
nine to seven. They're going for the sweep today with Dane Dunning facing mm-hmm. Dylan Bundy, and this game went off close to pick a minus one ten either way at BetMGM eight and a half for your total. It is headed for the over yeah. as well as Texas just gets on the board here with a couple runs in the bottom of the second. We're tied at three apiece. Okay, I was going to say the bases are loaded here, two outs. So uh, three runs, all three on the base path score for the Texas Rangers and now three to three. So uh, I did kind of like Texas today, Dunning over Bundy. Uh, Rangers have been plucky. I mean, they're not in it, but only 39, 39 and 43. They've been plucky for a team without a lot of expectations. Yeah, no, I mean, the Astros are running away with that division, but Texas has been pretty darn good here fighting for second place in the AL West. We'll come back and preview some games that are going to first pitch in the next half hour or so when we return right here on Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily baseball best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber all the way through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash summer. We have five baseball games going to first pitch here in about the next 40 minutes, and we'll get to at least a couple of them here in this segment. We begin in Oakland, where on Saturday, the Oakland A's played their 86th game of the season, and they were able to notch their 11th win at home of the year. They did so as plus 255 underdogs. They beat the mighty Astros 3-2 to on Saturday. They are now 11-30 and at home are the Oakland Athletics this season. Now, the odds makers are feeling that reality will set back in today as Jake Odorizzi is a minus 185 favorite at BetMGM over Cole Irvin, a rubber match in this series. Wes, eight for your total. Anything for you here? Uh, nothing that I bet, but if I did have to, I'd, I would I would actually go back on the uh, quote-unquote swinging A's, even though they, they've been swinging, but they hadn't been making much contact this year. <laughs> One of the more anemic lineups in Major League Baseball, but it really just is the fact that do I really want to back Jake Odorizzi on the road? And I really do not. Uh, XFIP almost a little bit less than five. ERA just over four. Odorizzi, he's not a guy that necessarily goes deep in the games. You know, if you get five out of him, I think that that's a pretty good start at this standpoint. But, you know, market not exactly back in the Astros. And look, Sunday, you know, maybe people betting parlays, you would think, okay, the Astros and a bunch of the parlays. But you're seeing the price come down, I think, a little bit on the Oakland A's. I think they were opener about plus 165 basically at bet mgm they're plus 150 i see a little bit higher than 150 and then even some like 49s 148s in the market as well so i don't disagree with the market here i would lean oakland 
You know, I just tried a funny money three-team parlay on Saturday, and the Astros and the Brewers were part of that, and then the Atlanta Braves. I only got one leg home, and and I wasn't just blindly playing big favorites. I thought Houston with Framber Valdez on the hill Mm -hmm. was a big mismatch over the Oakland Athletics, and I knew their woes on their home field. Uh, And then the other one with the Brewers, it was Brandon Woodruff going against the Pirates. I, I thought those were distinct advantages for those teams, but, you know, it just goes to show in baseball, even some lousy teams are going to win 50 60 games on a season and that certainly happened for pittsburgh and oakland on saturday yeah the astros are going to be an interesting team i think the second half of the season because they're going to win the west barring a major disaster they're already 12 games up on the mariners even though the mariners have been playing better baseball they're not getting caught in the west so it's going to be interesting to see okay some of these the older guys on the staff like a justin verlander are they going to skip some starts here and there with him to save him for the playoffs because 55 and 29 yeah i'm sure that they would like to catch the yankees for the best record but you know, if they end up being the two seed in the AL, kind of so be it. So Houston, you know, they're going to continue to be the big favorites, but there are probably going to be spots, you know. I don't know if it's necessarily today, but there are going to be spots where they're big road favorites where you can kind of go against this team a little bit because I think they're going to start to mix in at least some rest days for some of their star players, knowing that, you know, Texas, the Angels, Seattle, probably not coming to get them, at least in the AL West. So... That's something to watch out for as we get to the All-Star break, which will be next week. I remember it was a couple, three seasons ago, Justin Verlander was about a minus 410 favorite or something like that. And you'll see and you'll and see some of those prices. The game lost. Yeah, as you see some of these teams sell off a little bit, you will see that. By the way, Jordan Alvarez, 10-day DL with the hand injury. So he was getting a lot of run last week for AL MVP. I mm-hmm. think he was somewhere like 12 to 15 to 1. And then I saw him cut to about 6 or 7 to 1, right. the third choice behind Judge and Otani. But he's on the 10-day injured list now with the hand injury. Martin Maldonado at catcher going to rest today. We know Michael Brantley also still on the injured list with that uh, the, the shoulder injury. So... You know, you're going to see that a little bit with Houston, where maybe the lineup's not at full strength on a day-to-day basis. The Rockies and the Diamondbacks, this is making up last and second-to-last place, respectively, in the National League West. Today, it'll be Herman Marquez visiting Tyler Gilbert. As Colorado tries to take three out of four in the series, Arizona looking to salvage uh, salvage a series split. This price has bounced around quite a bit. Currently here at BetMGM, I show minus 110 either way with a total of nine. Under getting a little bit of support here because you will see that on the getaway days, which, which are usually Sunday and sometimes Wednesday or Thursday, depending on if it's a four or three game set to start the weekend, you will see when two teams got to travel the next day and they have a game the next day, which both Colorado and Arizona do, you'll see a little bit of support for the under. So you're seeing nine uh, minus 115 pretty much market wide, including at bet MGM. Uh, both these guys actually should show a little bit of positive regression based on uh, based on their fielding independent pitching numbers, much better than their ERAs. Small lean on the side to Herman Marquez, but I don't disagree with the market here at the under nine. You could still find a couple flat nines depending on where you look, but probably most places going to be minus 115.
I thought uh, Colorado was worth a shot on Saturday. That did not go well. I was going against, basically, Madison Bumgarner, who has not been good as of late, and uh, the Diamondbacks pounded the Rockies on Saturday. I believe the final was 9-2. to two. Uh, I typically like to bet on Herman Marquez, mm-hmm. but uh, I stayed away from this game today. Uh, Wes, you are focused uh, on the Barbasol Championship. This is the alternate event, of course, while the majority of the PGA Tour was in North Berwick, Scotland for the Scottish Open. We do have the alternate event at Keene Trace Golf Club in Kentucky, and your guy is in the mix here. He was actually the 54-hole leader, Matthias yeah. Schmid, but he's fallen off here a little bit and may lose out in what is a real birdie fest. Yeah, the uh, young German now is one back, by the way. He's plus 350. You can bet this in play at BetMGM. The two co-leaders, Kevin Streelman, Trey Mullinax at 22 under Streelman, plus 140, Mullinax plus 190. But yeah, Schmid was the 36 and 54 hole leader. He was actually the longest shots of the guys I bet. Got him at 80 to 1 this week. And, you know, a little bit of a home game for him, even though this is, uh, this course, Keen Trace is more near Lexington and the University of Kentucky campus. Matty Schmid certainly probably has played this course over the years because he was a member of the, the University of Louisville golf team. So this is a guy that's had a couple. You know, runs on the first page of the leaderboard over on the DP World Tour. He is a rookie on that tour. So, young guy. And uh, there is a little bit of separation on this leaderboard. There are some guys at 20 under Hurley Lawn, Michael Kim as well at 20 under Hurley Lawn. I think 20 to 1 at BetMGM. Michael Kim, 50 to 1. Adam Svensson is three back of the league. He is 22 to 1 currently. So, those are the only guys in single digits right now at the Barbasol Championship at BetMGM. But this is an event you got to shoot pretty much mid 20 under par if you want to have a chance i think 21 under was the winner last year the conditions were a little tougher they had some weather but seamus power went on to win and now he is like a number 36 in the world going this week in the world golf rankings so you know this is important for these guys because there is a lot on the line here in an alternate event and keep in mind this is also a co-sanctioned event with the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. So that's why you see a lot of Europeans over here, like the Matty Schmidt and Hurley Long and Yannick Paul and these guys that you see on the first and the second page of the leaderboard. And if you win this event, you, of course, get the two-year PGA Tour exemption. You get your card. You get into the PGA Championship the following year, and you actually get the last spot in the Open Championship. No Masters invite, by the way, for alternate events, and we'll see that next week, too, at the Barracuda, which is up there uh, in Lake Tahoe. used to be the Reno-Tahoe Open. So a lot of guys, you know, that aren't in the majors trying to get that card against a little bit more of a downfield, and that's a tremendous opportunity for these guys. Also get some FedEx Cup points, even though they're not the full point allotments in non-alternate events. But, yeah, there's a lot of stakes for these guys here so this is a very important tournament i know it gets ignored because it wasn't the primary event like the scottish open was today but uh well so much focus has been on golf in europe these past three or four weeks you had the irish open the scottish open you had the jp mcmanus pro-am and of course we have the british open coming up next week but currently trey molinax and kevin streelman both at 22 under par and then your guy maddie schmid just one shot back at 21 under par you mentioned you know the stakes here for these guys I mean, a two-year exemption, obviously a top 10 finish, cashing a big check like that. These are these journeyman players trying to earn a living mm-hmm. here playing golf. Yeah, so or, these or, tournaments or are really massive. young guys that like have come off the Corn Ferry Tour that get some spots in these PGA fields that they might not otherwise get exempt for. 
So, yeah, you got to try to take advantage. And it's a birdie fest, that, of course, that makes it where there's no clear favorite, where, you, you know, you're going to see the pressure, I think, as we get to the back nine, because the leaders are about to finish the front nine, and we'll be monitoring all afternoon here on Betting Across America. As we get on this back nine, this pressure is going to start to get to these guys, even on a very easy course like Keen Trace. Yeah, we'll see if we can get another winner home for Wes Reynolds. He's we're been going for, We're going for five in a row, somehow, some way. We'll see if uh, the One German— One for the thumb? Yes, one for the thumb, uh, Mr. Schmid from Germany, <laughs> even though he's been chased by another German, Hurley Long, only two back off the lead. All right, when we come back, we will talk with Josh Ingles about the rest of the baseball card to round out your Sunday. We'll get his opinion, see if we can find a player to two for maybe a winner on the Diamonds as we continue on Betting Across America, brought to you by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This 
This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, hotel rooms, at over 20 resorts, properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We continue the baseball conversation with our friend Josh Ingles. He's a baseball analyst and handicapper at Covers. You can follow him on Twitter at Covers underscore Josh. Josh, thank you very much for spending a few minutes with you. Wes and I were just covering a couple of the games that will go to first pitch here pretty quick, but want to get to the rest of the Sunday card with you, and we'll travel to Petco Park where the Giants got a much-needed win on Saturday and an incredible performance from Carlos Rodon. San Francisco now just 5-14 and 14 over their last 19 games. Meanwhile, San Diego, they really just can't keep up with the Dodgers. They're now seven games back of L.A. in the division. Today, we have Tristan McKenzie hosting Alex Wood as the Friars look to take three out of four in this series. Padres, just a slight favorite here, Josh. Did you do anything with this game as far as the side or the total or maybe even a prop bet? What's up, guys? Happy Sunday. Thanks for having me on. Uh, This is a battle between two teams who should obviously be doing better than they are. San Diego comes in five and 10 in their last 15. And like you said, Giants four and 11 straight up in their last 15. These are some of the worst teams in the National League over the last 15 games. Looking at the handicap, I really like this under eight. This game opened at seven and a half, moved to eight. Not available at eight everywhere, but you can find it. And as good sports betters, always having more outs is always better. Petco playing slightly pitcher friendly today, which is good. And we're looking at Alex Wood. He has a huge platoon split, huge advantage here with five left-handed hitters in that San Diego lineup. Bat X projecting him here. Derek Hardy's bat X projection, nearly six innings pitch. Alex Wood doesn't get a lot of respect right now with that ERA that he currently has. But it's kind of been plated by three bad starts where 12 of his four, 12 of his 16 starts so far this year, three earned runs or less. So he's actually been more consistent than his ERA consists. So if you're looking to find something that isn't baked into that line, Alex Wood's consistency might be it. This San Diego offense is one to pick on absolutely 27th and slugging on the season, 25th home runs on the season. Machado actually moving to the two hole today. Jake Cronenworth, who's hitting a buck 58 over his last 15, he's hitting in the third hole. And this is a big reason those two, those two are ice cold. It's a big reason why this team's five and 10 straight up in the last 15. Mackenzie Gore's getting a start for San Diego. Kind of similar situation here with Wood. I think his numbers are a little, um, they should be a little more inflated here. San Francisco doesn't have the best offense in the thing, but we're sitting here with the San Diego favorite open minus 122 city minus 130. So I do like a lean on the visitors here. I mean, both teams are playing bad, but I'm happy to take the plus money 
on the Giants, but I do like these two struggling offenses facing two pitchers who are above average starters to get the job done. A couple of lefties on the mound. We could see some bench players get into this game, which obviously would favor the under. So hit me with the under here over at Petco. Josh, one more on the Giants here, and we're looking, and they've been struggling. Brady mentioned 5-14 and 14 last 19, 2-8 of their last 10. Do you think it's just a byproduct of the injuries, or is this kind of really what the Giants are and that they just overachieved last year? I think that it's a slight overachievement for what you are because when you look at the lineup, even daily, even, I mean, Brandon Bell's out, but even he wasn't really – contributing that much to the offense. This has just been a bad offensive team all year. And we all know uh, Tapler, you know how he likes to get in his head. He likes to be the smart guy and try to rearrange everybody. So I think there's just too many moving pieces in this Giants lineup. I've never been a huge fan of this team offensively. So I think this is where they are in a tough division. They could be a team that should, I I have them projected for just over five wins, over 500 on the season. So I don't see them being a huge player going forward, especially when we have teams like the Braves, the Brewers, who are really starting to heat up, and, and of course, the Cards. So uh, there's, I think there's some bigger players in the NL this year than this division. Josh, let's skip ahead to Sunday night baseball, the classic matchup of the Yankees and the Boston Red Sox from Fenway Park. And the Red Sox will be trying to salvage a series split here. Yankees, of course, going for three out of four. The Sox got it done in extra innings on Saturday. This will be Jamison Tyone against Nick Pavetta, and the Yankees are a small road favorite, minus 135 here at BetMGM with a total of nine. Your thoughts on this one? Uh, Just right away, when you see these two guys go, I'm going right to the weather. And we have pretty low temperatures, 70. Humidity also very low, which plays a big factor in this stadium. So that's going to lean to the pitcher side. Humidity sitting at 37%. Wind blowing in also low. I mean, Boston has a a bit of – I know it's, it's not a metric that we can look at, but coming after coming after last night's big win, Alex Verdugo, and the Red Sox here are probably carrying a bit of momentum versus this New York team that hasn't been as good as they've been all year, 12 and eight straight up over the last 20. Boston has been the best hitting team per average in all of baseball. And now they get to face Jamison Tyone. I mean, elite control. He avoids barrels. He avoids hard hit percentage. But he just doesn't get deep. Bat X projects him for 4.83 innings pitched today. And the problem with that, as we've seen in this series, that this New York bullpen has been certainly overworked. Holmes, King, and Peralta two times in three days. So we're not sure what they'll do with the pen today. Not sure if they'll give them the full green light. And in a game with these hitting conditions where home runs are suppressed per ballpark, pal, I really like the batting average of Boston to play here, especially as home dogs at plus 115. I have no problem getting behind Nick Pavetta. We got him projected for 91 pitches. The bat X does just under six inning pitch, just over five Ks, 3.35 ERA over his last seven games. He's been good. However, he does give up big hits, bottom 10% exit, bottom 10% hard hit. But like I said, Home run suppressing conditions at Fenway today might favor him. So like I said, boom, give me some of that average that Boston's been hitting all year. Some of the best contact hitting team today versus a strength in New York in its bullpen 
that is kind of worn down. I like Boston. Boston bullpen, Tanner Hope, 32 pitches yesterday, but we know that there's other arms in John Schreiber that can come and clean things up today. So advantage Boston in the bullpen. I think both lineups are slightly even. Home advantage is there. So I'm taking this, I think, with an extra probably 15 points. Josh, got about 90 seconds left here. Uh, let's get to Toronto and Seattle. Tough road trip for the Blue Jays so far. They only got one of three in Oakland, and they're 0 of three in Seattle. It's Castillo going uh, maybe in kind of a a bullpen type start for Toronto. Logan Gilbert, who's been very good for the Mariners, and the Mariners have turned their fortunes around lately. Mariners about minus a dollar twenty. Yeah, um, it's been horrific, and that one win on this road trip was a two one win for Toronto. So if you're looking at these two teams right now, Toronto not to make the playoffs plus 360 Seattle to make the playoffs plus 265. These will be the two teams probably getting that last spot in the wild card. I like, I don't know. I like runs here. There's a really funny thing. Have you, have you ever looked at scattered and cluster luck in baseball? It's about teams who string their hits together versus teams that don't string their hits together. Toronto is one of the luckiest, unluckiest teams in offensive cluster luck. They've out-hit Seattle in this series significantly, 28-3, to but they've been outscored 15-6. to Struggling with runners in scoring position, but that, I mean, that's the variance here. We should see that return. Gilbert, like you said, super solid, 56% fastball pitcher. The Jays' middle order does hit fastball pitching well, and he sits in the bottom 10% in hard-hit percentage, exit velo. So he does give up a lot of hard hits, and we know there's some big swingers in that Toronto lineup. So I do like the Jays to come out here. Max Castillo, probably very underrated in this spot. Hopefully he can go five innings. If you like the Jays, probably take him in the first five because his bullpen has been horrific. Max Castillo, if you like the Jays, he's someone that you should be able to back. Insane K walk splits through double A, triple A this year. Hopefully we can get him about 69 pitches, 70 pitches today. So, I don't know. I like the Jays in the first five. I like uh, New York and Boston. I'm, 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 on the, I'm on the Red Sox there. And I like the under over there in, uh, at Petco. Very good, Mr. Ingles. Thank you very much for coming on. We'll talk some more baseball with you down the road. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. And, again, you can follow him on Twitter at Covers underscore Josh. We'll be right back with more Betting Across America in just a moment. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens and risk-free tokens and risk-free tokens and risk At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.